Hello, and welcome back to the Only the Resurrection podcast. This is Noah, and today we'll be hearing from Christian apologist and cold case detective Jim Warner Wallace as he talks about the importance of having a forensic faith and not a blind faith, and as he goes on to talk about what a forensic faith really is. And at this time and age, I really do believe that we as Christians need to know what we believe, and also why we believe it, both to answer our doubts and questions, but also to be able to respond and be equipped to answer other people's questions as to why Christianity is true and why Jesus is Lord and God. As culture is increasingly becoming more secular and focused on disproving the Christian faith, It's crucial that Christians are well-equipped to stand firm in the faith and be witnesses to Christ and the gospel. So I pray that as we hear from Jim Warner Wallace, God may move our hearts and our minds to turn from a blind faith to a forensic faith. Let's listen together. I think a lot of us who would claim to be Christians, and we are Christians, are really Christians accidentally. In other words, uh, we, we, we trust Jesus, and we trust what he's done on the cross to save us, and we know we can't save ourselves, so we trust and lean on the grace of God. But if you asked us, well, why do you trust say, the Jesus we see in Scripture versus the Jesus described in the Book of Mormon? We may not be able to articulate even the difference between these two, or what good reasons we have to believe that Christianity is true. We hold a a kind of an unexamined faith. We happen to be in the right place. We happen to hold to the truth, but we don't even know why it's true. We're here kind of accidentally. We happen to fall, maybe you were born into a family of Christian believers. You happen to be in the right place, even though you may not know why it's true. That kind of faith, I would say, is very blind, right? In the sense that you haven't really examined it. And I think in the spectrum of faith, there are really three steps in this. Some beliefs are un- un- really unreasonable. You might think you can get warts from frogs. We know how you get warts now. You don't get them from frogs. If you hold that belief, that's an unreasonable belief because you're holding it in spite of evidence to the contrary. You might believe things blindly. I believe, for example, that my dad, whose name is also Jim Wallace, is my dad, but I have no forensic evidence to demonstrate. I have no paternity test. I, I believe this without evidence. Now, I happen to believe something that's probably true, but I can't demonstrate to you right now why it's true. I would call that a, a kind of blind faith. Or you could hold a belief because you have good evidence that points you in this direction. Trust me, you'll still have unanswered questions. Every claim that I make in a criminal trial, for example, always has, una- has unanswered questions. I can't answer every question a jury could, could think of. But when the evidence points in that direction and it's the most reasonable inference from the evidence, now I hold a forensic belief. The same thing is true when it comes to our Christian beliefs, right? We either have an unreasonable faith, a blind faith, or a forensic faith. And it turns out only one of these will survive the scrutiny of a culture that's trying to convince our kids that this isn't true. And the most important person you need to be able to communicate a forensic faith to, it turns out, is not even to yourself. 
or those people you might meet on Facebook or on, on, on Instagram or on social media. They're probably living with you. They're probably your kids who need to know not just that it's true, but why it's true. They need to move from blind faith to forensic faith. Amen. What stood out to me after hearing from Detective Wallace is how he mentions that many of us happen to be in the right place and believe in the right things. But we don't know why church is the right place and why Christianity is true. And I think that can seriously shake us when we're challenged by other beliefs and worldviews. So really, a lot of us are holding to a blind faith, which really is faith without good reason, without any evidence. We believe it, but we believe it without having examined it. And he also talks about a second kind of faith, an unreasonable faith, as in holding to a belief in spite of evidence to the contrary. Basically, believing something even though the evidence points in the opposite direction. Like his example about getting warts from frogs, but which we actually know isn't true. But I am thankful that the Christian faith doesn't fall into either one of these categories, but is a forensic faith. And that we have a forensic faith because we have good reason. We have good evidence, though it doesn't answer every single question we might have. But the evidence powerfully points in the direction of the truth of Christianity, mainly that Jesus was a real person, he claimed to be God, he died on the cross, and he rose again to prove that he actually was and is God. And so again, there's unreasonable faith, having evidence against it. There's blind faith, or there's no evidence to show why it's true. And finally, there's forensic faith, which comes from having good evidence and reason. And what Detective Wallace says so powerfully is that only one of these faiths is able to hold up to the scrutiny of a culture that is trying to convince us that Christianity is not true. Only one of these faiths can pass the test and the challenges that we as Christians face in school and in culture. And for me, it's also knowing why Christianity is true. That it kind of helps me to follow Jesus even when I don't feel like it, even in my struggles and when we struggle with sin. Knowing why this is true and not just blindly following it, it does help me to be faithful. And so just as he said, we ought to be able to communicate a forensic faith to those around us to our families, to our friends, Christian or not, both to help Christians to be well-equipped and live as Christian casemakers, but also on the other hand, to our non-Christian friends, for them to, op- to be open to the gospel and that when we make a case for Christianity, that they might take the next step to look into it and surrender, and at the end of the day, surrender to Christ as Lord and believe in Him. And so I believe that All of us need to be filled with God's heart to go and share the gospel with our friends and family. And that we ought to have a faith based on evidence, specifically based on the resurrection. And by holding to a resurrection faith, we we overcome fear, doubt, challenges, and even death as we go forward 
and live a life of testifying to the gospel. Amen. Thank you so much for listening, and please stay in tune for more from the Only the Resurrection podcast.